Wade into Wealth, taking one of life's most intimidating topics, money, your financial well-being, and providing simple, easy-to-understand ways to be more comfortable with your own financial health. This is Wade into Wealth, brought to you by the Wade Group at Brighton Securities. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is Wade into Wealth. Glad to be back with you as we continue to march through February to March, the month. And big football game this week. Big football game this week. Big game. The Super Bowl. The big game, as everyone referred to, because I I don't believe that a lot of places are allowed to use the term Super Bowl. I believe that's copyrighted, so you see it referred to as the big game. Yep, big game. Between uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Almost called them St. Louis Rams. Well, they were at one point. Well, I know. I I was about to say St. Louis Rams. Yeah. Yeah, they were at one point. So uh, we don't have much regarding the Super Bowl to talk about, uh, but we did want to talk about some football this week. It is something that we found to be of interest, and we thought it'd be of interest to you. It has to do with football, and it has to do with Bitcoin and the concept that some players have started to, and Odell Beckham Jr., who plays for the Rams, is a wide receiver for the Rams, signed with the team in November and said... From the Browns. From the Browns of Cleveland. It's good signing for him. Didn't even make yeah. the playoffs in Cleveland, and now he's on his way to the Super Bowl right. with the Rams. So signed a contract worth one and a quarter million dollars. $750,000 base salary and a signing bonus, $500,000. And he said he was going to take his salary in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. which is which is something that is relatively relatively new. And so... But he's not the first person to do that. No. We've seen a couple of NFL, I think, with Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. a running back for the the New York Giants, that Trevor Lawrence, who was yep. a, uh, was he the first pick? He was the first round pick, first pick of the draft. I know he was first round, yeah, the, first pick of the draft. The Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. Yep. Jaguars. Jaguars, yeah. But um, he put probably the most. He put, his mar- he, he put his signing bonus in, which in the NFL, NFL contracts are not guaranteed. So when you see someone, you know, Ethan Wade signs a five hundred million dollar contract with the Buffalo Bills next year, waiting to for be that day, the head cheerleader of the team. Okay, um, the signing bonus is guaranteed. The salary is not guaranteed. Teams can cut you at any point in time. They don't have to pay you anymore. So clearly, I'd get a zero signing bonus. So oft, right? Obviously. <laughs> so often, what is reported though is they'll say, "Well, so and so got a ten million dollar signing bonus." And a $50 million contract, and it's worth a total of $60 million. It doesn't mean anything. Yep. $10 million is guaranteed. Signing bonus is guaranteed. So Trevor Lawrence put his signing bonus into various cryptocurrencies. Which was, what, more than $20 million, right? Yeah, yeah, a little more than $22 million. Um, so, yeah, good work if you can get it. Although he plays for the Jaguars. So um, Saquon Barkley did it with his marketing income. So this is uh, Beckham is the first person to do it with his salary. What's interesting about this is the change in value right. of Bitcoin from when he announced this in November, which is when Bitcoin was at or near all-time highs, and where it is today, mm-hmm. or around where it is today, which is around $44,000. And as with anything, yeah. if you look at it in a window of time, today we would look at that and say, that was a bad investment, Odell. Right. But a year or two from now, that could be a totally different story. Right. And and that's what makes this really interesting is the fact that... That and taxes. Yeah. I, I think this is such yeah. a unique situation with it mm-hmm. and the timing of everything that I think is 
again, is fairly fascinating, only based on if he were to sell that investment today. Right. Uh, but exactly. certainly, you don't, you probably don't. I can't speak for OBJ, as he is referred to as Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I can't speak for his long-term views for getting paid in Bitcoin, but right. it probably wasn't to turn around and sell it in three months. At a loss. No, no, I don't believe that it was. Um, let's talk about the taxes for a minute, though, because this is what is interesting, is that he's taxed yeah, this is fascinating. on the value of his contract, the $750,000 right. base salary. Right. So even if the Bitcoin that he has is worth significantly less, 20 30% less than it was several months ago. Still has to pay tax on the original value. Still has to pay tax on the original value, which is... $750,000 in California, like New York, one of the higher tax states. Well, and certainly given his amount of income, he's going to be in a very high tax bracket. When you count NFL federal players state, don't just get, you know, you've got their salary, they've got their marketing, uh, yeah. endorsement deals and whatnot. He's going to be over 50% yep. in terms of um, where his taxes um, will fall. Now, there was a uh, Darren Ravel, who's a sports reporter, who... Uh, very often can get very opinionated on certain things. He put put a tweet out that really kind of brought this story to light where he said, Beckham being taxed on $750,000 based on where Bitcoin prices were and the taxes, his net compensation was about $35,000. But the reality is tax brackets are progressive. All of that money is not taxed at 50%. A chunk of it was and and, and so on down the line. But... The income not all taxed at 50%. The value fluctuates, though. It's rebounded since then. But I think it's a fascinating thing that people are starting to think outside the boxes with things like Bitcoin as ways to be compensated. Well, and we're also assuming that he got his salary in one lump sum on November 11th, which I'm not sure. No. You, you probably understand those contracts yeah. more than me, but it's probably paid on, a, what, a ga per game it's or per, per week game. basis? It's per game. So after every game, they, he would get a deposit. Which and means he's also probably been getting more on the decline. Yeah. So it doesn't tell the whole story. No, it doesn't. And and when I first saw that, I thought, wow, that sounds like a bad deal. But then you look at it and say, well, maybe not. One, I don't think it was all correct. Yeah. Because you're paid after the game. So however many games they played, he gets a check for right. that. Um. Technically, they aren't compensated for the playoffs, although Beckham has another uh, almost $2 million he could earn. Don't they get, do they get playoff and I only ask this because I don't know. And maybe it's another sport, but do they, do the players get bonuses? N not necessarily from their specific contract, but do the teams get paid bonuses for when they win like a divisional round game, a conference I game? I believe and then if you win a the Super Bowl, Super Bowl there is a form okay. of compensation for only, that. Only the Super Bowl, but, we but believe. But you're not paid for the playoffs. You're paid for the regular season. And so, but his contract was very heavy with incentives. So $3 million contract with incentives, yeah. which means he could. And those were all really playoff-based incentives. So he gets, if if the Rams win, he gets another $500,000. Win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl, right. Yeah. So uh, whether that goes in as, as Bitcoin or not. But I think what this is, a, what's important here is, one, hopefully, Someone like Odell Beckham, who's made over $80 million in his career, has made some good choices with his money and not spent it all. Yeah. Or not made bad investments or been in a situation where he doesn't have any money left. Right. Um, but what he's essentially saying is, yeah, Bitcoin, like a lot of investments, if you believe in the long-term value of it, this isn't necessarily a bad thing yeah. to do. Which, the, as the success of investments, and we see this now in a time where the markets are volatile, that... 
whether an investment has been good or bad is clearly based on the time for which you look at it. I mean, today, right, right, right. we would look at that and say, yeah, that's been a poor investment. Right. Uh, but again, a year from now, two years from now, that could be a totally different story if if Bitcoin right. goes on to, and we're not making any projections, but often we look at something and say, you know, we bought this in November and it's down 20%. Well, that's bad. Yes, if we sold it today, that would be a bad investment. But what if three years from now, it, it goes on to recover and then makes you another 50%. Right. On top of that, you'd look at that and say, now that was a good investment. Mm-hmm. However, you still would have lost 20% in the first three months of owning it. Yeah. There's a thing about timelines is that they can be adjusted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can do this with just about anything. You can uh, take a company like PayPal, for example. Yep. PayPal had uh, exorbitant returns over the last couple of years. However, it's gone from 300 plus a share all the way down to $125 a share over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. So if you're just looking at a three-month chart, you might look at that and say, this has just gone down. This is a terrible investment. Right. Now, if you look at a five-year chart, yep, even with good. the decline, you look and say, wow, all right. You've yeah, got still a company fine. that was $20, $30 a share at one point, and now it's up to over $120. Right. It still looks like a pretty good investment. So those timelines can be adjusted. And, mm-hmm. and um it's interesting to think of. I think the other thing, and and in thinking of, well, how do we give some? How do we apply this to to you and I, or or someone who's listening or watching? Is the idea of asking for compensation in different ways? Mm-hmm. And I've had this conversation with clients who've been going to talk about a new job with someone or a new career or position with the idea of obviously money is a way we are compensated, and that's the easiest way to quantify something is, well, the payment is X or they will give me a raise of 15%. Right. But there are other ways to do it too. Yeah. And may, and I think it starts with understanding your priorities. Right. Because maybe having an extra week of paid vacation mm-hmm. is important to you, or maybe it's uh, you want some extra retirement benefits that they may mm-hmm. be able to provide. Understanding what you're looking for. And sometimes there are opportunities to where maybe it's not necessarily a financial impact to the organization that right. you're going for, but maybe there's still a benefit of whether it's helping to boost your profile with marketing right. that it has, yep. where it may not be a financial cost directly, but maybe something that would be enough to lure you mm-hmm. or give you enough of a benefit to switch your employer. In some cases, you could ask for a small ownership stake. Sure if it was appropriate, if the position you were going to was appropriate. So there's lots of ways to do this. And I think it was interesting that Odell Beckham asked for his compensation in Bitcoin. Yeah. Whether that was a smart move or wise move, it's inappropriate to say now, uh, let's wait a couple of years and see. Yeah. It may turn out to have been a brilliant investment. Either way, hopefully he's made some good decisions with his money and this isn't his only asset that he's relying on. I don't know the answer to that. And it's been done in moderation, which... When mm, investing is, yes. you know, something that's important. When you're looking to build a retirement portfolio, it doesn't mean that you can't own some companies right. like a PayPal or something that's more aggressive that really isn't part of the foundational, <coughs> excuse me, that isn't part of the foundational mm-hmm. piece to your retirement, but serves as a complement to it. And mm-hmm. doing those in moderation is okay. But once you start chasing those returns as your main avenue for making money over time, mm is where it starts to be risky and uh, highly consequential. But doing everything in moderation, whether it's Bitcoin or some other speculative investment, is okay. 
because it's done in moderation. And keep that in mind as you're attending a Super Bowl party or gathering. The big game. The big game. And you're hitting the snack bar or you're hitting the boneless wings or, uh, you know, the pepperoni pizza with the cup and char pepperoni. You know, the ones that kind of angle themselves up. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, those are the those are my preferred pepperoni. The goods, mine too. Preferred pepperoni of weight into wealth is the cup and char (laughs) pepperoni. So, um, yeah, moderation with food as well. Um, So that's it. That's what we've got. Enjoy the the big game and. Sadly for us Bills fans, uh, once again, there's always next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Thanks. We're back later uh, next week on Wade into Wealth. Contact the Wade Group at wadegroup at brightonsecurities.com or find them on Facebook or Twitter at the Wade Group. Thanks for listening to Wade into Wealth, brought to you by the Wade Group at Brighton Securities.